from the studios of Harbor Park Health, Fitness, and Cafe. It's time for another edition of Hey Health Matters. I'm Pete. I'm Jason. See, I threw a little curveball in there for say, it right at the beginning. have a new operating name here? <laughs> no, it's still Harbor threw, Park Health and Fitness. Threw me for a loop there. But I want to get the cafe plug in there. If you heard our season four tease last week, or if you didn't... Uh, it probably won't make much sense to you. You should go back we're, and follow up there. We're a week and a half into the cafe, and mm, we are enjoying it. At least uh, I am. I, I am. I am. I, I stopped in there uh, after a workout yesterday, and it's kind of a natural thing now. It's always been there. You just know? the routine. Routine. You head on back there and get a smoothie. But, uh, like I say, reference back to uh, that week, last week's program. Today, we are talking about fitness freedom, Jason, as we approach... Uh, the 4th of July and Independence Day. Pretty good topic. Yeah, so this is this is something I think a lot about now. You know, someone who has experienced debilitating injuries on a couple occasions to the point where the first time back in 2018, I couldn't walk for about two or three months. Mm-hmm. And, and just earlier this year, I couldn't walk for about a week. Um that's the worst back pain. I, I'm, I'm sure they're, all pain is bad, but mm-hmm. back pain is so debilitating. I've had it too. Luckily, not recently, but I injured my back. I think I've told the story before as a teenager, and it reoccurred over the years to the point where one time I was flat on my back and so miserable I was watching C-SPAN documentaries. <laughs> now, that's miserable. <laughs> that's miserable. And, and, yeah, so injuries, but not even injuries, just allowing yourself to get so out of shape that... Um, you you can't do the things that you'd like to do, you know, and and we've talked about this and kind of likened it to financial freedom and and the idea that you know people with financial freedom, so to speak, they can spend their money however they want. They don't have to worry about you know where their next meal is coming from. Um, they they have the resources to to just go on vacation when they please. There's a two-letter phrase that describes that kind of money. The second letter is you. (laughs) I'm lost. The first letter is F, F F-U, money. You've never heard that that phrase? Uh, Well, you stopped me mid-train of thought, so sorry that (laughs) I didn't hop on your your train of thought. Um, So, yeah, just like, you know, in the financial world, there's the concept of financial freedom. Um, in our world, in the health and fitness, we have the same idea of fitness freedom. And what that is, or what we believe it is, is, you know, if if your buddy calls you up and says, hey, let's go play beach volleyball this weekend, or hey, let's go mountain bike, you know, up the 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 mountain at Wilmot, or as some will say, the large hill at Wilmot, <laughs> um, or whatever it is, let's go for a 5K this weekend. Um are you able to say, oh, that sounds fun? Or maybe it doesn't sound fun, but you could say, I suppose. I, I, don't I, have can, anything I can give it, it like me at the top of the large hill. I could give it a shot. Right. Or is it, there's no way I could do that. Right. So this idea of fitness freedom is being at a fitness level, a health and, and fitness level that at any point you could get up and decide to go try something decide to go do something with your friends now of course we're not saying get up and run a marathon right <laughs> because there are certain things that you need to train for but there's a lot just playing a new sport um i mean if i said jason let's go grab a basketball and do a pickup game out back I'm like sure i'm right because right. you don't have to 
trained to play the level of basketball we're going to be playing right, out back, right? right? Exactly. But you have enough freedom and ability and movement where, yeah, maybe you get a few shots off and see what happens, right? right? Yeah. Now, let's think about this. So let's look at... Oh, Pete, right? Yeah. Is, is that 300-pound Pete still two years ago or uh, a little bit longer than yeah, that? Yeah, probably about two and a half okay. years, yeah. So if I said, Pete, let's go play a pickup basketball game, even because it's just wreck, we're just having a good right. time. But what what goes through your mind? Um, how long is that going to last? <laughs> <laughs> basketball, um, you know, I probably would have focused more on knocking you out of the way, using my size that right. way than right. swiftly moving around the court. Right. So it would have been a different place mentally, but I certainly wouldn't have thought I could keep up going, you know, back and forth right. or even half court. Would have been rough. Then let's let's fast forward to a year ago Pete um, lost all your weight hadn't really started exercising much but you know 100 pounds less what what does Pete then how would he handle that probably a little bit more movement but no endurance right. to keep it up right um, so maybe you, you start strong it's kind of like when I started here um, maybe you, you can start strong and do it for a little bit but and, and there's just not much there you know if, if I came up to you a year ago and said hey Pete let's go play basketball like what's what's going through your mind like what's the mindset there oh you're gonna kick my butt <laughs> don't embarrass yourself whatever you do <laughs> but um, but no I probably would have had a similar worry not that I can't play the game but how long can I go how right, long could I go right. for and now a year later let's talk to Pete now who's been training pretty hard for the better part of a year how has your mindset changed now that you know today you just picked up 135 pounds and got it all the way overhead yeah you know uh, i'd be comparing wall balls to free throw free throw <laughs> technique that's where my brain would go now but uh, no i would have no qualms uh going out there and i don't know how my shot would look like the, those kind of fundamentals but i could play right in terms of the just the your body being able to do the thing you're like oh yeah like i'm sure i could do that i'm sure i could and i would compare it to the work we do in the gym and say right. well and this is the point don't get me wrong but this is nothing compared to that like this is shooting a, a basketball that's you know you can right. do that and, right and again skill level aside it's not as taxing on your body as the training is right so and and that's kind of the beauty of doing a super hard you know crossfit workout is that in comparison, pretty much everything else in life, <laughs> or the majority of things in life, seem pretty stinking easy. Right. Right. Well, I told you the story over the wintertime when I dropped my mug, my coffee mug, under the car next to me, very tightly packed, and I just sort of instinctively planked and was able to hold the balance with one hand and reach underneath and do it in one motion. I got up and I went the hell did that come from? <laughs> you know, but it was just like, without even thinking, I'm just like, ah, right, right. you know, grumbling at the situation. And then I stopped and I went, holy cow. What? A, what? what? I'm, <laughs> Who I'm am using I? my functionality as exactly. it's designed. Yeah. So instead of plopping down in the snow, and that would have 30. not happened. We have a phrase in my family and it's more sarcasm than anything else. But if somebody is sitting at the kitchen table on their back you know, out too far and you can't squeeze by them, Somebody will ultimately say, you know, if you're skinny, you can fit anywhere. And it's just kind of just kind of a teasing thing we say. And uh, now I take pride in being able to squeeze past those chairs and saying it ironically, going, you know. <laughs> so the, 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 just the freedom t to do those practical everyday things yeah. that you might not right. think about. Right. 
fit into a tight area, clean behind something you never did before, whatever it is. Right. And, you know, it even goes as much as if you're in chronic, like, knee or hip or shoulder pain. Just living without that pain, you know, is is a sense of fitness freedom, you know. If, if, again, we said, hey, let's go play basketball, there's no way my knees could handle (laughs) that, right? Right. Something's not right. We should be able to do that. Um, so this concept or this idea of, of fitness freedom is figuring out what the heck's wrong. Why are you in that chronic pain? And not everything we can fix, but most of it we can. Um, and then, you know, make, making a plan to get after it and, and start improving the body. The body was meant to move and to be active and do things. To run from predators? Yeah, yeah right. That's what we're, that's what we're um, here to do. <laughs> um, and interestingly enough, so, you know, when we're in a CrossFit workout, or even boot camp for that matter, it's all kind of the same. There's really only a handful of different movements. We just mix them up a little bit differently. Um, and kind of the founding philosophy of CrossFit, part of it was learn and play new sports regularly. Keep the body challenged, keep challenging it, keep making it experience different things. Because that's all going to enhance your body's ability to function, just in general. Right. And, uh, you know, keeps expanding the mental aspect of that, too. Because if you're learning new things, you're creating new pathways in the brain. And, and all of that plays in uh, together. So, uh, obviously, there's the basics. And we've talked about them before. Having a plan. Showing up. Sticking to it. And, and making, you know, doing enough work to make that progress uh, every day and over time. But if somebody is, is listening to this and say, boy, you know, it's my shoulder or my knee or, or whatever it is, like, what's your advice to them? Where, where do you start? Where do you say, this is how we get you on the path to being functionally free? Right. Um, there's a handful of different options. And you have to be careful because um, there's a lot of different experience level and knowledge level out there. Um, there's some people who are going to have your best interests at hand and there's going to be people who have their best interests at hand um so you know if if a knee a hip or a shoulder is bad enough there's always the potential for surgery need a replacement um but i would recommend being being weary okay if if you go to see a specialist and they say nope we need to replace it um question why they're so quick to that judgment um, there's a lot of rehabilitative steps you can take. You could see a physical therapist. You could see a chiropractor. Um, what we do here is is we kind of make a plan with our physical therapist, and then our trainers carry out the plan. Um, and we do. We've had a lot of success rehabbing uh, backs and shoulders um, from people who two weeks into a program said, "I haven't slept." through a night in in a long time and two weeks in now they're sleeping with no pain that's life-changing improvement um in in as short as two weeks but yeah it and uh you know oftentimes if you have something that needs to be replaced a knee or a hip or a shoulder you can do physical therapy for it and it will be corrected 
and you might not need that surgery once the, the correction happens. Okay, so um, uh, it's not that we're against surgery or anything, but it's very expensive, and there's a lot of hurdles with it. The rehab afterwards and, and just the time off from the surgery itself is, and the risk of surgery in general. Okay, so um, that should always kind of be like last case scenario. But before that, there's, a, there's different options you can exhaust. Um, not so much with joints, but uh, I had a friend who had issues with his heart and he had similar things. So a specialist says you need, you know, this kind of major surgery to deal with it. And he, he ended up getting a second opinion and he did it in this case nutritionally and was able to get out of that danger zone surgery free. So I've seen it happen mm -hmm. again with something as major as your heart. Now think your shoulder, your hip, your knees. Um, but the, the effort had to be put in there. And I wonder if sometimes doctors just assume you're not going to make the effort, so let's just go to the that extreme right. degree. You know, yeah. just do the surgery and totally go for be. it. So, Which, unfortunately, it's a disservice to the 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 patient. But unfortunately, we've seen it enough where even someone has critical you know, concerns, chronic disease or whatever whatever it is, and and they just won't do what they need to do. So I get it. Um, it's a tough spot. Yeah, uh, you know that case specifically. Um, we talk a lot about you know what exercise is is used for and what the diet is used for. So in your case there, yeah, if, if you have a, an issue with your heart, you know we might not even be qualified to to train you. Right. That, that's something right. we need to fix your diet. Right. You need to see a, a dietitian who's going to get you on the right path um, until you get the the clear all clear on your heart um but it all plays together i mean you're talking about you know having freedom of movement freedom of being of able health, to, to right, health to right. do what you want to do so so you have to you know get your house in order whatever that entails but i guess my my overarching point there is you have to want to right like i right. think the, the motivation factor has to be there too to want to get it done and, and it all boils back down to the thing we like to, to remind people all the time we say it is you don't go to the gym to burn calories. If you're concerned with burning calories, you just eat better in the kitchen. Yeah. Okay? It, take care of your nutrition, then you don't have to worry about how many calories you burn. Um, you know, there's, there's different apps and things now that will tell you, well, you burned 500 calories today or whatever. You should never consider that at all. Um, your two data points really should be your calories in and then your weight. Okay, so if you have the, a consistent amount of calories in and your weight's going up, you know you're eating too many calories. It's as easy as that. And then you drop your calories until you see the weight going down, assuming you're not under eating. There, there's a, an optimal caloric intake which we can get into and with our clients we do get into right um but we're not working out to burn cow we're, we're working out to build our functionality so that we can plank down and reach under a car so we can go play basketball whenever we want so we can go skiing or snowboarding to where if you suggest going skiing which i've never done in my life believe it or not it doesn't sound like oh my god it sounds right. like all right well i'll probably be bad but i'll give it a shot right you know i'm confident i can get better right right you know, it's not 
yeah, if I went on a ski hill, I'm going to roll down, right? <laughs> well, well, you might. <laughs> you got you got a fighting chance now. I, I let me put it this way: rolling down probably wouldn't stop me from trying it again, right? Until I right. got it right. So yeah. So, um, are you know, it, it's as simple as the question: is are you able to do the things you want to do, or are you are you uh, a prisoner to your circumstance? Yeah. Um, do you find that somebody can be too far gone in the, being a prisoner to their circumstance or is there at any stage you know maybe if you have some kind of advanced physical I don't know if disability is the right word but something that just is not stopping you from working at your optimum level there are definitely some significant things um, I was actually just talking with my wife who's a physical therapist about scoliosis and it's kind of one of those things where as it gets worse, you you can't really reverse it. You can try to keep it in check mm-hmm. so it doesn't continue to, to progress and get worse. Um, but you, you can't go back or you can't get better. So if you get to the point where you're stuck hunched over, you might not improve uh, without a surgical intervention. Right. Um, same with some things like... Uh, um, if you have an injury in the shoulder or something, you know, you, you can rehab it. You might not gain full functionality back um, without a surgical intervention, but it, it depends how bad the injury was uh, and what you are willing to live with. Mm-hmm. So, what, what will your 100% be? Right. If you want right. to think of it that way. Um, yeah, and I guess that's where you, the individual cases come in. Mm-hmm. I just, I always... So, an example, in Anchor, we have a couple ladies with bone spurs, and, mm-hmm. and these are 70-year-old ladies, right? And so, they're not going to go get surgery on the bone spur. They're just going to deal with, so they can only raise their arms to, you know, half the way up mm-hmm. to parallel with the floor instead of all the way overhead. Okay, we can live with that. Like, it's not ideal, but, you know, we'll, we'll get you stronger in the range of motion you have, right. basically. Well, I, I have another friend who has struggled with weight issues, and it just, you know, it's to the, the deterioration is to the point where, yeah, you should lose some weight and, you know, kind of some of those physical issues with, with, being, uh, with working out. But, you know, trying to preach some activity, it's not going to be, you know, a high-stress workout, clearly, but just to keep the, your, your body moving, even if it's, like you say, to stop you from mm-hmm. deteriorating right. even worse. You know, if, if your goal is weight loss, burning fat, the the optimal workout for you is just going at a, a, a walk at mm-hmm. a brisk pace. Right. And pretty much anyone can do that unless, you know, you're wheelchair-bound um, or bedridden. Um, now, you're not going to get any strength gain. You're not going to build any muscle from a walk, but you can start to burn fat and burn some calories, right? And then, you know, if, if your diet's at the right place, then you can start to lose weight and maybe you can progress your activity. Right. So, yeah, you might not be able to come to a gym other than riding a bike or, or walking on a treadmill. But that, if that's where you need to start, that's where you need to start. Yeah, I'm just thinking in terms of stopping the, de- the deterioration that comes along with it, even if it's from some of the other health mm-hmm. issues. So, you know, there's obviously the fat loss is, is part of it, but to keep your body 
you know, just to keep that building strength, keep your muscle mass up, that type of thing, right. especially as you're going through the weight loss process. Keeping your muscle mass up is, mm-hmm. is, is a really big deal. And that was something I struggled with for a long time. What's really cool um, is that once you get your body to a certain point, it's very easy to maintain. So I'll kind of give an example of, of my life. So I've spent the past from 20... I say 2008 to 2012, I worked out a little bit, nothing to like write home about. Mm-hmm. From 2012 to 2017, I worked out extremely hard. And then I had my major injury. I didn't work out for a year. And then it took a long time to kind of get back into things. I never got out of shape in that whole time. For that whole year I took off, I didn't get out of shape. Um, then I was able to work back into it. And of course, I was not performing at the same um, level I was before the injury, but I never put too much weight on. I still had all my muscle, all that stuff. I could still do anything I wanted when my back wasn't bothering me. Um, And now even in the past few months, I've worked out uh, only a handful of times because I got a baby coming in 10 days (laughs) and trying to wrap things up with with the gym and my other business and and i you know i just have a ton and and working out's not a priority for me right now believe it or not (laughs) um you're gonna have different phases in life and and you'll be able to prioritize what you need um but even not working out very much in the past two months you know I'm, i'm still leaning out we had an event on Saturday where we did four CrossFit workouts in a, in a day and I performed very well. I didn't feel like I, I was very far back at all. And, and that's just because of the base I've built over the past decade and a half. Um, it's, it's just there for me. You know, just like if, if you're unhealthy for 10 years, it's going to be very hard to get healthy. If you're very healthy for 10 years, it's going to be hard to go unhealthy become unhealthy you are what you practice uh you are your habits at a certain point uh they that's they add up over time and the phrase you know it's a cliche but it's like riding a bike i imagine once you learn it learning it is not the easiest thing in the world Mm -hmm. but once you learn it you kind of know um what you're in for and you're not going to have the same performance maybe but on the other hand um you know you kind of know what not to fall into Right. You know, exactly. if, I'm sure if you weren't working out and you started binging fast food and whatnot, right. you know, it would be a different story. It's to the point where if, I, if I'm if i out of kind of out of whack for a week, my body knows instantly and I, I just feel terrible. And, and it, it makes me, you know, this is another interesting thing when it gets to the diet kind of thing. When you're eating a healthy diet for a long time, you know when things are bad. You eat processed food you know uh a little debbie's cake or something or even a soda um like someone i was talking to had a mountain dew for like the first time in 10 years and they couldn't even drink it there's so much sugar in there that it doesn't even like it tastes wrong you know the sweetest thing i've had recently was iced tea in the bottle and I didn't, you know, I was in an establishment, and I just said, oh, I have an iced tea, and it was sweetened. I said, oh, okay, I'll back in this pee. I mean, I drank that. 
I was buzzed the entire afternoon. That was a sugar high that yeah, I, cookies, birthday cake, what I've had all that stuff. This was a different level. Right. And then so people who are chronically eating and drinking that yeah. stuff, no wonder you can't find any enjoyment in quote unquote healthy food because all you're doing is eating this extremely over sugared food like Right. Yeah, you you need to cut out the sugar and then your taste buds will normalize and then you will enjoy healthy food because it can be very enjoyable um, when your taste kind of level is normal. When you're realigned and you have a banana and you say, well, that's sweet. And then if you have something that is that much added sugar in it, you go, that is saccharin. Right. (laughs) Right. That's too much. Right. Exactly. Um, kind of defeats any health benefit of the tea, too. That's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. So, That's but uh, story for another time. Exactly, exactly. All right. Well, again, we uh, we always like to leave uh, folks on a not only a positive but maybe some kind of practical note. So, talking about fitness freedom or functional freedom, what do you think? What's that that practical note we should hit? You should strive to have as much fitness freedom as possible. So if, if you feel like you don't, if, if you can't do what you want to do, take action and figure out why, you know, talk to someone, talk to a professional, uh, make some changes to, to start getting, if you think your Latin life is, is kind of set and you can't get better, you're lying to yourself. Um, I'm sorry to tell you, there's only a, an exceptional few that, that probably truly are, um, the majority of people can improve if they put the effort in. Very good. That is uh, the kind of practical information you get on Hey Health Matters. Now, make sure you like us, uh, get review us, subscribe, tell your friends. It's our main marketing plan at this point. And, uh, and if you have a question, you can always submit it. What's the email address? HeyHealthMatters at gmail.com. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. And if people want to get more information about Harbor Park Health and Fitness and now Cafe, uh, what is the best way to uh, find out that info? Probably on our social media channels at Harbor Park Health and Fitness. Or you can just Google us and go to our website. All right. Very good. Uh, Jason, good information, man. I'll let you get back to work. I hear you're a busy guy these days. Well... Who is it? He's got like 206 emails waiting for him. I kid you not. So I appreciate you taking the time uh, to spend with us here. Uh, Remember, uh, hey, health matters. Tell your friends, subscribe, all that good stuff. Stay safe and healthy out there. Remember, hey, health matters.